We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. Welcome to the Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. And you can hear that now. It's been a while since we've seen you, Donnie. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. How are you? Good, Jade. How are you? You've been busy doing stuff. Busy working. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, something's got to pay the bills because this certainly doesn't, does it? Yeah, well, we've got to pay for water. So, obviously, the next few days are very hot. So, um, yeah. a bit of water, a bit of fertigation going at the moment. Yeah. Mm, we're going to actually have a talk to, I thought you'd appreciate this. We're going to call Steph Ryan very <laughs> soon and have a chat to her. She's the Shadow Water Minister. Um, and very smart. She's the uh, she's a Nationals MP. She's a member for Euroa. Um, and a friend of my sister's, as it so happens. <laughs> I wasn't aware, but she is. So um, we'll have a chat to her shortly. Well, let's get the... Uh, but first of all, we haven't seen you since you won the BNF. Uh, so congratulations. Oh, don't pretend like you're humble. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> just uh, the 14th BNF I've won. Is it really? Yeah. Well, that was going to be my question. How many have you won? Um, 14. 14 plus four league medals. So 18 if you're... <laughs> Really want to get technical, but welcome back to the footy show, everybody. (laughs) But um, anyway, don't talk about me. Get out of your system, Richmond, all over Facebook. I should have had the um, Tigerland. That way, we don't have to speak about it for next hour. (sighs) What do you mean? We uh, might have to speak. The Jack Dye medal was last night. Yes, did and you know? Shane Edwards come second, I see. So. He did, yeah. See, so I do kind of know what I'm talking yeah, about. I was pretty glad Dusty didn't get anywhere near it, actually. Well, he, had a f- he had a quiet um, quiet start to Shouldn't the- Shouldn't even won the Norm Smith. You know what? You agree with me. I agree with you. Jack uh, Rewald? Uh, it was, there was four of them that it could have gone to. Jack Rewald, Basher Hooley, I reckon, yeah, was ripped off yeah. again. He should have won it. In 17, I yeah, think. Yeah. And he could have easily have got it this way. And the man in the moment, Marlon Pickett. And Marlon Pickett, I know. And I was actually getting – and you, okay, first of all, and this is to everyone that thinks I don't know anything about football. I had said to – I watched the VFL Grand Final last Sunday. Yep. And I said when they announced that Jack Graham wasn't going to play because of his shoulder, I said to husband, I said, you watch. He's just got best on ground in the VFL. I know he hasn't played a league game yet. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they put him in the Richmond – grand final site and he went "Mm, I wouldn't be surprised but come on don't be silly on Thursday I picked it did you pick it (laughs) I didn't pick it I I thought he was a chance but um what I worry about that I know it's AFL and all that kind of stuff but the two guys that missed out on the VFL grand final because of McIntosh and and, uh, Jack Ross yeah yeah are they going to be there next year well you know they obviously could have played in the VFL Grand Final. Have now, that. Marlon Pickett's mm. played in both. Great. Good on him. Yep, well done. But now two guys have missed out on a, a premiership medallion in the VFL. Mm. Now, you know, is that going to say to them, well, I'm going to go somewhere else where I can play regular senior football and hopefully, you know, make a name for myself? Well, apparently um, Brandon Ellis is going to do exactly that. He got left out of the um, premiership side in 17 Same. and it's rumoured he's, uh, he's a free agent now, an unrestricted free agent. But I understand he's probably only on – Peanuts at Richmond, and know. he's he's not a he's not a certain starter. No, and then he can probably get a half a million dollars to go to Gold Coast. Oh, absolutely. Well, why not? Yeah, he's go. got a premiership day around his neck now, so he's yep. done that. So yep. why not go and cash up for the rest oh, of his career? Absolutely. And no. you know what? He's a gun. Yep. Well, he's a gun in the Richmond side when he's surrounded by a team that yep. works really well. Yeah. We'll see can... what happens next year when he's meant to be the top three players. Yeah. So, but um, look. Mm. These days, loyalty in football is nothing. People chase coin, and that's their job. So fair enough, they've got to do that. So, and the Storm got knocked out. 
I know. Devastating. And you yeah. know what? I was in a pub in Richmond trying to watch the Storm you'll, game. You're letting those flare, flares go off, were you? <laughs> no, that wasn't me. That wasn't me, I promise. Um, but we were trying to watch it in um, in a pub in Richmond on Saturday night and that was just impossible. Yeah, no, no. But I did manage to catch glimpses of it now and then and it just looked like from the first 30 right. seconds the refs had it in for us. Yeah. And I'm not one to bag out refs because I am one, yep. <clears throat> apparently. Um, <laughs> that's a whole other story. <laughs> but it just looked... I couldn't hear any of the commentary. Yeah, yeah. But it looked terrible. I didn't watch the game. I seen the end result, and I was, yeah, I'm a storm man because of Victorian weather. Mm. But now, yeah, I'll sit there watch probably the first ten minutes on Sunday night, and that'll be about it. I reckon. Oh, so. you, well, you watch the pregame and the halftime entertainment because oh, they really. do it really. I well. I didn't even watch the grand final on the weekend. Did watched, you? Watched it till halfway through the second quarter. Had a wedding, so I went to the wedding. Richmond were always going to win after yeah. quarter time, so I thought, you know, it's a waste of time. I was going to say. I uh, got the sweep for the biggest margin. I said eight goals, and they ended up winning by 90 points. So yeah. I got the, got the sweep, which was good. 89 points. But yeah. Just, anyway, but look, credit to them. I love the way they play footy. Just some of their supporters really get under my skin. But you, mate. Get under yeah. your skin. It's a good song. It's a great it's a good song. song. How much traction did the Greater Western Sydney song get during the week? It even made it to the Simpsons. Did you see that? Did it really? That is no lie. They actually put it in the Simpsons, one of the Simpsons episodes. Did they really? Yes. There was actually, um, there was a whole apartment building in Richmond, in Lenox Street, singing the Greater Western Sydney song. Yeah. You know, it was written by um, the guy from the Cat Empire. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, there, there you go. Well, anyway, yeah, great song. Terrible football team. I shouldn't say that. They're not no. a terrible. Hey, do you reckon Phil Davis was carrying an injury? Definitely. Mm. I watched the game live, Collingwood GWS a week before. Oh, did you go? I went, took yeah. my son and a few boys went down and um, he popped a finger in the warm-up. Yep. And then first quarter done a calf, ended up playing forward for the rest of the game. Yeah. He come down back in the last four minutes when Collingwood come at him. Mm. He couldn't even run. No. He should not have played. He barely, he barely moved yeah, on Saturday. And so. I think that's what probably worked against them was Lockie Whitfield was – couldn't even Underdone. kick, couldn't even yep. kick on his right foot because yep. of his appendix, mm. and so they've taken injured players in. Now they've paid for it. So they had no depth though. Who are they going to bring in? Yeah, no depth or not, but you can't take injured players in a game no. like that, especially with the pressure Rinchman brings. So, but wow. anyway, it's cricket season. Yes, cricket starts Saturday. Hey, on another note, <laughs> we're talking about magpies. Oh, yeah. Have you been swept by one? Oh, have you? I went out for a run this morning and didn't give it a second thought. I think I saw a body. But yeah. um, no magpies. Where'd you get swooped? My mother's got this bloody gum tree in the front of her house. <laughs> we can't even walk in front of the house without getting swooped by two magpies. Me and my nephew have been working there the last couple of days. Yeah. It takes two blokes to do a job because one's got to watch for a magpie while the other one's actually working. Are you serious? So if you've got any good stories about magpies, text them in oh. or... Um, yeah. Get him into us so we can uh, mention on the radio. Yeah, hopefully. We'll start a magpie watch oh, for spring. I want to find a gun so I can shoot this magpie. <laughs> You're not allowed to shoot them. They're native. They're native. You're not allowed to shoot them, apparently. It's going to go, I tell you. But, um, apparently, oh, if you feed them, like before. That's crap because <laughs> mum feeds this bloody thing. It comes up and taps it on her window every morning. She feeds it. Does she? Yes. What does she feed it? Oh, bread or whatever she does. And this. Bloody magpie Maybe it wants still meat. Maybe it wants but salami. But it will not sweep mum. It will sweep me, my nephew, and my dad. There you go, because mum's been uh, feeding it. It will get fed. It will get fed to the dog after I shoot it. That's about <laughs> all that's going to happen to it. 
I swear to God, I'm sick of this bloody oh, magpie. So have you got a story about a magpie swooping you? Send it in so we can have a laugh about it. We yeah. are going to get a lot of texts and emails. Good, and good. <laughs> now, we are going to talk to Steph Ryan, who is, like I said, she's the national... Um, the Nationals MP for Euroa and also the Shadow Minister for Water in Victoria. Hey, Hi, Steph. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Great. We, I've also got Donnie Felvo here, who's the co-host of the Vale podcast. G'day, Steph. How are you? Hello, Donnie. I'm well. How are you? Very, very good. Now, if you were here, Thanks you'd be getting a uh, free lunch thanks to the Women's Store. They've sent in a premiership platter. And some nice brownies. Oh. Fabulous. Mm, Next time I'll try and do it in person. Yeah, where in the state are you? Where in the country are you at the moment? I am in Vanilla at the moment. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm. What's going on in Vanilla? Oh, it's quite warm here actually today. Probably not as warm as it is in Robin Vale, to be honest. 32 degrees here today. Uh, Uh, Definitely not that warm. (laughs) Mm, No. I've actually got the pins out today. First time I've had shorts on all year, so... Well, Very February. nice. Mm. Sun's out, guns out. The sun is shining, though. Now, Donnie hasn't been here for a couple of weeks because he's been doing irrigation Work, work irrigation. Stuff. I'm a farmer by trade, so I'm um, yep. very interested to have a chat to you today, Steph, about water, obviously. Yeah, so, sure um, Yep, cool. Well, one of my pet hates, and it come up on Facebook, and I tagged Jade into it last night. Did you? Yes. Is water being pumped out of the river at the moment into the bush, forest, to make trees survive and all that kind of stuff. Now, we haven't even got enough. We got 3% of an allocation yesterday, so it brings it up to 38%, yet there is gigalitres going into the bush Mm. to keep these trees alive, which are probably half dead anyway. Now, I I don't understand. Okay, the environment's got to be looked after when we've got too much water, but we've got no water at all, and I bought – Water this morning at eight hundred dollars a meg. Again, again, eight hundred. Mm. We call those environmental flows, and we did have so. a quick chat to Walshy last week. And I love that we, everyone in Walshy's electric, just calls him Walshy, and we know who he's like Madonna. <laughs> um, we were talking. We were he's not quite a do- Madonna. Come on. <laughs> no, but don't you think it's a, it's a not it's a really good indicator when everyone, everyone in your election, yeah, everyone yeah. in your ele- in your electorate knows you by your nickname yeah. and just calls you Walshy. That's true. Yeah. Mm. I think most people um, outside of his electorate call him Walshy too. Well, that's it. We were talking to him with Tim Smith and um, he was calling him Walshy as well, so it's not just us. Do people call you Rhino? Oh, no, but I'm trying to make it thick. Oh, uh, how are you doing that? Yeah, so you can, well, you can start we'll, if we'll you like. We'll start it now, right now, Rhino. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, 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 you find me water, Rhino, and I'll call you whatever you like. So. <laughs> it was my dad's footy nickname. Oh. Where did your dad play footy? Oh, I can't even remember. I was a chef somewhere when he was a kid. Oh, he went to um, St. Coleman's in Shepparton. Yeah, right. Okay. Good league. Yeah. Good so league. so um, I think he just played school footy, I reckon. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Didn't yeah. win 14 best and fairest like my co-host here. Nah. And no. four no, league medals. No. no. Anyway, get back onto the water situation. Yeah. Okay. So, so, <laughs> so, yeah, these environmental flows, I, I just don't understand. Look, and I'm only a, a very simple – Minded farmer. But no, hang on a minute. I'm going to pull you up there. People say this all the time, and you do it all the time too. I'm just a, a silly, simple farmer. Mate, farmers are not simple. Farming's not easy by any stretch of the it's imagination. It's not easy, but it's a lot harder at the moment with the water, the labour and all that kind of stuff mm. that's really affecting us. And 
Yeah, it looks like it could possibly be a very big season for us again this year because there's a lot of grapes on the vines at the moment. And we need the water to get these grapes up to standard for export. Now, if we don't have water to do that, the, the food, can't, the grapes can't be eaten in Australia. There's not enough people in Australia to eat all our grapes. And the price is going to be down and then we won't be able to make money and we have to walk off the farm. So Yeah, well, I think everyone's going to be cactus if water stays at, you know, $800 a megalitre. I mean, we... We have not seen sustained prices like that ever, even through the height of you know what we now know as the millennium drought. So um, something has to change, and yep. that's why we we have actually been pushing the federal government to um, trade water. I've been calling for them to trade three hundred gigalitres of environmental water yep. into the market. Yep. That has to happen, both yep. to help lower the price of water, but to give people. Access the mm. the environment. The Commonwealth Environmental Water Holder actually carried over four hundred and fifteen gigalitres of water. Yeah, yeah which is from last season. That's just it's extraordinary. So, yeah. And and I think it's just heartbreaking for people when you know you can see the rivers running at yeah. bank and it's um, high, often, yeah. often out of season, mm. um, and people can't access it. Now, obviously, a lot of it um, is trade that has moved to below the choke yeah. as well, you know, where you guys are. I mean, there's mm. no doubt yeah. there's been an explosion in horticulture yeah. for you guys down there. Mm. But it's also it's also the vast quantities of environment environmental water as well. And, and the thing that I find really interesting is if you go back to 2007, yeah. when John Howard released his, you know, his 10-point water plan, yeah. he actually said at the time that environmental water would be made available to farmers during dry times yeah. and during droughts. Yeah. And I think there has to be some parameters developed which would trigger the Commonwealth to put water back into the market. Yeah. Now, at the moment, as the legislation is is established, um, the, the government can't direct the Commonwealth Environmental Water Holder to trade water. Those yeah. decisions are all made um, very much at arm's length from yep. the politicians, and in one sense, I understand that you don't want politicians necessarily influencing these things. But when I think there's such a big gap between um, where the community is at mm-hmm. and the fact that the Commonwealth is sitting on all of this water, then yep. you've got a huge problem. And there has to be there, there has to be a set of criteria developed that triggers the Commonwealth to put water back onto the market in yep. situations like this. Yeah, there absolutely does. What is the resistance though? Well, it's it's legislative change that is required, basically. So, um, I I think that um, that's probably one of the barriers that the Commonwealth is looking at. But from my perspective, I think they just have to do it. You know, it is it is absolutely critical and it's urgent Mm. as well. Like, you know, particularly. down more the end of the system where I'm sitting at, around the GMID, mm. uh, dairy is in yeah. just oh. absolutely dire straits, mm. and people are people are going to the wall at the moment, and 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 governments need to recognise that, and they have to act urgently. It's a no brainer, Steph. It's definitely a no brainer. I, I can't understand, and I speak for, I think every farmer in in this area is that. We've on thirty eight percent in Victoria. Got a three percent increase yesterday, which was just don't even bother. Like seriously, three mm. percent. Where's that going to get us? And yet, 
across the river. We're a border town. Across the river, Houston's got 97%. And then you go into uh-huh. South, South Australia where the river runs past me first, goes to South Australia, they're on 100%. Now, That's all high yeah. security water though, isn't it? No, New South is New South has only got 12% high security water. That's why they've got 97%. So they have got 12%. 12%, okay. yeah. Yep. But um, I'm not sure about South Australia, what's what's the um, amount of high security water there. Mm. But uh, the way we see it, and I speak to plenty of other mates and blockies, that um, we've got 38%, obviously, because we've got to buy water now. And if New South Wales has got 97% and South Australia's got 100 they can trade water, mm. access water, and that brings the price of the market up because we've only got 38%. Mm. If we all had 70% each... There'd be no water trade at the moment because everybody would be sitting on their hands because you've got enough to get you through for a little bit. Mm. It gets back to that level playing field, doesn't exactly. it, between states, especially up this way where we're competing with two, sometimes three other states when you include Queensland as well, um, southern Queensland. It really does – there really does need to be a level playing field yep. from the Commonwealth. But the, the price varies from broker to broker on water, Jade. I, I got a quote off a broker yesterday for water – and it worked out to be once their fees and all that were taken, it was $818 a megalitre. Then I got, a, I got another quote this that morning. Just, there's no way that's sustainable. Yep. That anyway. is just sustainable. And, and that, sorry, don't you, but that, right. is, that is the reason why we've really been trying to push um, particularly the Victorian government to look at introducing a transparent yep. Um, single trading platform. That's mm, the other yep. thing that I think can really Definitely. help yep. resolve that. And, and it needs to be done via complementary legislation between South Australia and New South Wales yep. as well. So there is a single trading platform across yes. the Southern Connected Basin. Yep. So you can yes. see what water is trading at at yep. any particular time. Yes. And I think the lack of transparency, I mean, some people are, you know, checking five different websites yep. or on, you yep. know, five or six different apps at mm. a time trying to yep. figure out um, where water is and what it's trading at, that you just can't have that. It ha- there has to be yep. a much simpler, clearer platform, mm. yep. and there needs to be tighter regulations around it to make sure, for example, that brokers can't take commissions both sides of the fence, exactly which they can right. at the moment. They yeah. can, you know, yep. I mean that, that those kind of things don't exist. Yep. For example, in the real estate market, and you're talking about. Um, something that is an incredibly valuable commodity and becoming more valuable, yep. you have to make sure that that regulation is there. And that's something that I think the states collectively yep. need to get their act together and work on to make sure that, you know, we have a single system throughout yep. the throughout the Southern Basin. Well, mm. I, I saved myself, with one phone call this morning, I saved myself $20 a megalitre. Because the one I got quoted yesterday was eight eighteen, and mm. and then this morning I I got it for just under eight hundred. Really? So yeah, if you're buying See, that's a, ridiculous. You buy a hundred megalitres and you save yourself twenty twenty dollars. Yeah. You know, there's a couple of grand that's still in my pocket. Yeah. So, yeah. And and that also points to one of the problems in that um, the people or the companies who are really well resourced and have the people to do the legwork will generally come out ahead of you know, the average farmer who Mm. is trying to juggle everything else. So it makes, I I think, an unfair – it's an unfair system um, at the moment because we don't have that transparency in the market. Exactly right. Oh, look, it's just a lot of things uh, working against us at the moment, Steph, but, you know, it's – so it's a land, we've got to cope with it. But, yeah, if we could get one legislation for the whole 
lot mm. unless you know we are. Mm. You know? And it's I think it's that way. It's not only water. It's it's the labour hire laws. Oh. It's all sorts of things, especially up here because we are a border town. And you'd know it over your way as well, Steph. Anyone that's on the river and competing in agriculture or with any sort of trade with New South Wales, it needs there needs to be more of a level playing field so that the same rules apply on both sides of the border, don't you think? Absolutely. It's one of the great frustrations I think that people have with state governments that yep. you know you, you have different different rules, different regulations. Mm. It puts one um, one person at a greater advantage one side of the river than the other, or it's it's an ongoing um, issue. Ken Jasper who used to be the member for um, for the Wangaratta region. He was in Parliament for about 30 years and he, it used to be the thing that he would bang on about all the time. Mm. And I don't think anything has changed. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a it's a huge issue. Yeah, it certainly doesn't appear to be changing anytime soon. Like, it's just frustrating. And with the getting back to the transparency, the, the water market being more transparent, there's... There's an argument too that I've heard that, you know, people are only calling for transparency now because it's expensive and because people are, are making money. You know, if it if it wasn't if water wasn't so expensive, would the same call for transparency still be there? What do you think about people that say things like that? I think it's gotta be there. Well yeah, it has to be there irrespective because it's good practice mm. to be there, mm. I think. I, I was a bit I was a bit concerned by the water minister's um the Victorian Water Minister's comments earlier in the week because she released an options paper to improve transparency in the market mm. and said that it was her preference that everything was published. So every individual um, entitlement holder, what their entitlement is, yep, yep. Um, how much they buy and, and sell, uh, all of their trade details. I had some reservations about that because I actually think that has the ability to expose people to yep. predatory practices. Absolutely. You know, for example, if they can say, oh, Donnie, well, you don't have enough water se- yep. water this season, they know the position that you're mm-hmm. in. Yeah, yep, exactly, um, and exploit or, that. Yep. Yeah, or conversely, um, maybe you've got an entitlement that they want to buy and it, it, you know, it, gives, it gives people who have the time and the resources to go through that data an advantage, I think. So mm. I don't really favour... Um, Going to that extreme, mm. but I but there's no doubt that greater transparency is needed, and I think again the creation of that single platform is it w- would be a huge step forward. And I think um, yes, there's greater focus and attention on the need for transparency because of um, because of the very high price of water yeah. at the moment. Mm. But I think really the need for that was always there. It's just sharpened state government's attention yeah. on having to act. Mm. And and I think, I, I do know from speaking to Walshie that he was very keen on that legislation when he was water minister, but there wasn't the cooperation from the other states mm. to oh, surprise, set up surprise. that single, so single Steph, system. So, mm. Steph, if the government was going to drop environmental water into um, for trade um, and that got passed, would that happen this season, water season? Irrigation season? Well, ultimately, it's up to the federal government to make the changes that's required to legislation. But what I've been, I've been urging them to do that. I believe that they need to do that as soon as they possibly can. Yeah. Mm. So, is there any chance of that happening? Where, where are we at? Come on, I Steph, make hope it happen so. tomorrow. <laughs> I hope so. Um, I, look, I'm doing everything I can to take that message to them that you know people are. 
people can't afford to pay $800 a megalitre no. for water on a sustained basis. No one will survive that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so we... Sorry. As a region, I think we just need to, you know, Northern Victoria collectively, we need to make sure that we just keep hammering that message home mm. to get the change that is needed. Well, Daniel Andrews is up in Millerwood today having a look at, I think he's going to announce a, a further assistance package, but do you think him actually going and having a look at how dry things are and the, the state of play up here, do you reckon that will make any sort of difference at all? No. Um, <laughs> I hope so. I hope actually talking to the people who are impacted drives that message through. It's been very frustrating for us because we've been um, calling on him to visit drought-affected communities literally for Mm. months and months and months now. And I think he's finally um, been shamed into it, to be honest. (laughs) I mean, you know, he went to Mildura a few weeks ago and Mm. didn't bother to go 30 minutes down the road to to see those Millowa farmers. No. So, and as one of my colleagues said to me this morning, you know, I mean, we people have known that this drought has existed for months and months mm. and, and months and the state government seems to think that they deserve some credit for going out and talking yes. to people now. You know, it's not like a bushfire or a flood that happens quickly. They yeah. have had months and months to address it. Oh, oh. So... I wonder if he's uh, going yeah. to drive the Romvale Sea Lake no. roadways here. I did comment. I sent a message to Ali Cupper's people and said, while you're up there with Dan, bring him down here and Show we'll him take him for a drive down yeah. the Menangatang Road. Yep. Um, that would I'm be su- a good idea. I'm, I'm yeah. surprised, surprised the plane that he private jet that he got actually gets past Bendigo, to be honest. But, well, that's um, it. I thought everyone up here seems to think that well, there's I a I see that field. he announced more funding for fixing potholes in Melbourne <laughs> yesterday, mm-hmm. but he couldn't give mm. the money for our, our road to Sea Lake from Romvale, from Romvale to Sea Lake. Yep. So, you know, it's How infuriated do you think we are? Up Maybe there? he'll oh. fly over it. Yeah, exactly. He'll fly over it and we'll wave to him, the common folk down yeah. there so on the Steph, ground. <laughs> just on the back on the water, there's going to be blockies listening to you today. Um, speaking about the water now, we desperately need to buy water as farmers at the moment. So, do you recommend to, to keep buying at eight hundred dollars a meg, or to just buy what we need and see what happens? Oh, Donny, I I cannot. I, I don't feel like I can give people that kind of advice. All I can say is, from our perspective as a Victorian nationals, we're yep. doing everything we can to put pressure back on both the state and the federal government to. Yep. To act and to try and get more water back into the market, but I, you know, I just I don't want to give people. Yeah, false. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we will do everything we can. We'll continue to raise that message, and the more people can get out there talking about the need for that action, I think the better. See, even the the Melbourne system holds water in um, in Lake Eildon as yeah. well. Like they've got seventy five gigs of water yeah. that of entitlement that they hold and that's something that the Victorian government could be acting on now and actually saying, okay, well, we don't need that water. Yeah. I think Melbourne storages are at about 60% at mm. the moment. Why don't they start the diesel up and give us that water? Well, they don't I, They don't even – I don't think they even need to do that at the moment. What they need to do – because every no, at the end of November each year, they assess where Melbourne storages are at and yeah. if the water that Melbourne holds in um, Hume is not needed. It's uh, sorry. In Ilden is not needed. It's supposed to be traded back onto the market. Yeah. Now they can. Uh, Melbourne water authorities can only take that water 
if Melbourne is in a critical position. So, you know, it it needs to be on the verge of running out of water. We know that Melbourne's not going to be in that position in a month. So, you know, I would be really urging the Victorian government to be putting that water onto market now as well, Mm. sooner rather than later, in the hope that, um, you know, that, that that will help as well. I think everything... We need to find everything we possibly can at the moment. Mm. Is this is the problem able to be solved? And this is a, this is a procedural thing. Is it able to be solved with the swipe of a pen from the minister, or is it going no. to have to be a lengthy? It's going to have to be a lengthy legislation it, it, change. Well, it, it has to. Re- it requires legislation. Yeah. Because um, unless the Commonwealth Environmental Water Holder makes the decision independently that right. they will that they don't need this water and they're going to put it on the market. They won't make that decision. So who do we speak to to get that answer? Who who do we Um, speak to there? Who do we get on our podcast? Well, I think we we need to collectively be putting as much pressure as we possibly can on federal um, politicians, most particularly, I think, South Australian MPs um, and and also, you know, uh, the Greens senators, for example, who are always talking about, um, you know, big corporate irrigators mm-hmm. uh, ripping off the basin and that kind of thing. You know, they, they don't seem to have any comprehension that we're talking about family farms no, here yeah. that are exactly. going to the wall. And I think we have to educate those people. We have to, um, and you might not ever win the Greens, but we have to start putting the pressure back on them mm. um, that, you know, if they don't act, they are going to wipe people out. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And and at the end of the day, that's it. If they don't act soon, then they are going to wipe out – they're going to continue because it's already started happening in the dairy industry and they're going to continue oh, to wipe out family farms. Well, yeah, I mean, dairy – dairies. Are, you know, I've seen reports that dairy is on track to halve yeah. in Northern Victoria and you can visibly see it. I mean, you know, the where, where I grew up in the Goulburn Valley on a dairy farm where we used to be surrounded, you know, surrounded by dairy farms, you can mm. now – drive for kilometres and not see one and mm. you've just got dried off paddocks yep. Which is everywhere. really sad. So. But most, really of, most sad. of the guys who got dairy farms, Steph, they've, they've become water traders now anyway. They've just traded in their water because they're making more money doing that. So, Well, yeah. and, the, and the golden rule of thumb is that um, it, if you're a dairy farmer, you can't make a profit if water is trading at more than $200 That's a bag. Right, so exactly. you, you can imagine where they're at at the moment when mm. water's at 800 mm. Well, people say big. that the only industry that can survive at $800 a meg is table grapes. Well, I go grow table grapes, and there's no way that we're making a profit at $800 a meg. No. Now, I grow wine grapes as well, and I had to pay $500 a meg last year for wine grapes, and it just – Part of my friends, you pissed all my profits up against the walls, Steph, because yeah. you're just working for the love of it. And, you know, you only can do that for so long before you say, well, I've had enough, I'm out of here, I'll go and do something mm. where I can work nine to five, bring in 1000 1200 a week. It's the mental health thing and too. And done. Like, I'm out. You know, and look, I've got a son that I love to go on the farm, but at the end of the day, I'm going to push him to another another industry or another trade because the uncertainty with water, labour, it's, it's just too much at the moment. And, you know, I don't want him to be have the hassles that I got what's keeping me awake at night mm. thinking, well, how am I going to afford water next year? If this year we'll get through because, you know, we've coming off a good season and mm. a bit of money you made is all gone to water. But next year if we if it rains at the wrong time, we don't make money, you know, you lay, a bit, lay awake at night thinking, well, how am I going to feed my kids? You know, and, mm. and the, like you said, you know, the Greenies and the government just don't understand that. So... Mm. 
Um, yeah. And it's the flow-on impact as well. I mean, there's a there's a horrific impact for people who are trying to make their living out of agriculture, and then there's the flow-on impact for our communities yep. as well. Mm. You know, and the the reduction in employment. Yep. Um, and business that happens in our small communities, which flows on to, you know, schools closing and yep, um, businesses and, closing down the main street, population declining mm. as well. So I've seen a minister from from Sydney, New South Wales, come out the other day and said about building more dams. Well, he's probably twenty years too late, but that's that's another option. It is going to rain again, yet we haven't got any more dams to catch the rain. So we're going to be in the same situation in 10, 12, 15 years' time if we don't do something about it. So, yeah, and I'm having this very fight with the Victorian Water Minister at the moment because Lisa Neville and Daniel Andrews have both come out in the last week and said um, there's no point building dams because um, climate change uh, means uh, reduced uh, rain. Uh, My argument is counter to that, that climate change actually means there's going to be heavier rainfall heavier rain, events yeah. mm. catch it, yeah. and longer dry periods, Correct. which means that you have to catch it when it falls mm-hmm. to buffer you through those longer dry periods. I just I think that is common sense, and I cannot see how they can um, arrive at this argument that... Yeah. Oh, I know how I know how they arrive at this this argument, Steph. They don't come out here and see. They don't come out here and talk to the farmers like Donnie. They don't come and you know walk the rows. They don't come and see the vines. They don't come and see the wheat paddocks. They the don't. Trees, yeah. they, you know they're making these decisions based on you know who knows where they're getting their facts from. You know, and that's that's well, how it appears it's a, to it's us. A, it's a, that's an argument that's also driven by the inner city. Like it's it's yeah. an argument that's pushed by the greens. Yeah. That. Um, that you know, dams are destructive, and uh, and and we shouldn't have any more of them. I mean, it's it's yeah. ludicrous. It's the oh. same people that argue about the corporate farming that's opened up yeah. in this in this region and further north in the basin. Um, but those those corporate farming have has allowed agriculture, employment, and population to boom in yeah. these areas yeah. and really revitalise some of these small towns. So, you know, again, it's one of those ill-informed arguments that comes from the inner city. You're absolutely right. I'd just love to see if uh, Andrews there, Daniel Andrews, had to drive his kids to school on that Sea Lake Rumble Road each mm. day, how he would feel about that. Or if he had to go down and turn the water on and nothing come out of the tap, mm. or how he would feel about that. Yeah, he gets up, washes his face in the morning. Gets a $46,000 pay, pay rise. rise. yep, no worries at all. And, yeah, and then we're sitting back here spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on water. Mm. And, uh, and he says, oh, well, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't make the pay rises. I've just got to agree to it, you know. Yeah. Like, it's, well, you don't have to agree to it, mate. Don't, don't agree to it. I think the New Zealand Prime Minister got a pay rise and she knocked, and she knocked it back. She knocked it back, mm. you know. And, and we're sitting here, he's giving a – he's, I think is makes most money out of any minister in yeah, Australia. Yeah, highest like that. paid premier in yeah. Australia. It's like, Second on, highest man. paid politician in Australia, actually. He makes more than the deputy prime minister. Exactly yeah. right. You know, it, it's, I'm thinking to myself, no, nah, it's just not real. I, I was in Melbourne a week, and a, a week or so ago and, yeah, look, the stuff that's getting done in Melbourne is oh, yeah. fantastic. You know, it's unbelievable. Mm. But you keep driving towards Bendigo, then you get to Morong, places like that, and the roads get skinnier. Yeah. Stops There's at Morong, stops at just at the heart. Exactly yeah, right. About Bridgewater. Thinking, mate, they don't care. No. Like, honestly, I, I'm a big believer that we're not far off the South Australian border. We should say mm. to him, if you're going to start looking after us or we're out. We're, we're realigning boundaries and yeah. going to South Australia. Oh, we could talk about oh, this God, for don't hours. Do that, guys. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I don't, think don't we go would. to South Australia. So when are you going yeah, yeah, to make a trip up here, Steph, and see... Steph was here not long ago. Was she? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I was in Robinvale a month or 
Literally yeah. the week before we started this podcast, oh, okay. I had a coffee with Steph at, yeah. at Loft yeah. and uh, I said to her, next time you're here, you'll have to come in. We've had to call I'll you drive you. I'll drive you around for a day and show you what we're up against, Steph. So come down. I would love to do that. I would I'll, love to I'll do that. I'll take you out to some growers, and um, no doubt they'll chew your ear off like I have, and give you the, <laughs> try to get you to solve the problems of the world. So, um, but yeah, thanks for listening, Steph. Really appreciate it. Mm. Um, uh, pleasure. Thank you. Hopefully, you can keep, keep log- lobbying for um, to get this water release for us, so the price can come down, and. Um, We'll vote you in next time, that's for sure. <laughs> She's not our member. She's a member for Heroa. But we would, Steph. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> we could talk about this for hours. Like yeah. I said, Steph, we do really appreciate your time today and for um, trying to simplify. And I think while well, she helped last week too when, when he's talked about just, you know, we need to put the environmental water back on the back on the market if we can. That's sort of the, the best fix that we can see yep. in the immediate future. So thank you for your chat today and we will hopefully catch up with you again very, very soon. Thanks so much, guys. Hey guys, Silco here. I spend a fair bit of time on the road and whenever I head to Robinvale or Rockinvale, I always stop for a coffee and something to eat at Loft 13 in Perrin Street. Let's be honest, the girls can cook. They have a load of homemade cakes, sausage rolls and those little frittata quiche things. And you know what? Real men eat quiche. I'm also a bit of a dirty bird fan and there's always something awesome on the specials board. But I'd like to see that Mexican bowl back again, ladies, if you don't mind. They do a great job with catering. There's a selection of snacks for that later afternoon hit we all need sometimes and you can buy prepaid coffee cards because sometimes trying to find a few bucks for a coffee to avoid using your card is hard work so buying in bulk is the ticket they're open right across the school holidays too so it's a good excuse to stop at Robinvale on your way through so say good day to the girls next time you're at loft 13 Robinvale and check them out on facebook and instagram for the latest the rubbish didn't put any bit oh i actually want to eat, eat. no you no, can eat you know what i'll be we're recording now but eat eat oh. This is the premiership platter for uh, from the oh, Weeman store. God, I don't think I want it. We've got a new guest <laughs> in today. Oh. A uh, a vile podcast debutante. I'll wait till you've emptied your mouth. Hello, yeah. Charles Albanese. Hello, Jay. Charles, Hello, Chaz, or Charles? Uh, my name is Charles. That's what you are on Facebook. Really? Yeah. You actually, your mum named you Charles. Yes. After what? And Charles. Uh, I don't know, um, but. Ne- sure, surely there's an Italian name in there somewhere, Charlie. Well, no, it's just Charlie. Yeah. Mm. So. Charlie, yes. Chuluts, something like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> there's something there like that, surely. Chaluts. Actually, when I got your text last, or oh, yesterday, Jane, mm. I wasn't expecting the podcast to be happening this week. Why? Because I was talking to your husband. Oh, yes. <laughs> and he said you may have lost your voice. Um, I did lose my voice. It's still a little bit husky. Tell you what. But it's come back. good would that be, well, That phone needs to Luke, really go Luke, away. Luke would just be living the dream then, wouldn't he? Well, that's what he said. He said it's been a great couple of days. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know. I thought it was Ah, <laughs> uh, you do yeah. think you're funny. Yeah. Uh, no, I did lose my... <clears throat> it's still a little bit croaky, but oh, we're all good. Well, there good. Was, it was and uh, well done to all the Richmond supporters oh. and uh, Richmond football. Yeah, club. we worked hard. The Richmond mm, yeah. supporters worked hard. Really tiger, hard. Tiger Charlie, Army. I love Richmond the way they play footy, but their supporters are just the worst ever. Well, they've had enough now. Yep. Are uh, you serious? I can't believe Travis tried to tell me the other day that we're a bunch of scumbags. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. But no, I wouldn't either. Any weather, you will see us with your friends. Please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Chaz, I haven't seen you for a while. Uh, yes, I've been out of the country, actually. Yeah, I see. I follow you on Facebook, and hmm. you're the most travelled man in Robinvale, I think. Nah, Ashley Valinotti's a second, yeah. a close second. Yeah. Mm. yeah. He's on next week, by the way. Living the dream, anyway. Yeah. Where, you've been in Cambodia and Vietnam. Yes. Yeah, doing what? 
Uh, Temples and stuff. Having a look around. Yep. You know, for what? Food is awesome. Vietnam. Mm, beautiful. Uh, that's good. Cambodia was an eye opener. Was it? Why? Yeah. Uh, I didn't realise that Pol Pot was as bad as what he was. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you know, we have some refugees actually that survived Pol Pot living in Romba. Yeah. Well, we had an old guy that was working for us oh, probably 10 years ago mm, on the farm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And uh, he was telling me about Pol Pot, and I was like, oh, yeah. Can't have been that bad. But um, after uh, going around, and it was one in four. Cambodians died mm. Jeez. Mm-hmm. while he was there. Yeah. And that was only over three years, mm. three or four years. Oh, yeah, complete dictatorship. Yeah. 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 So, Charles, you are a paramedic by trade now. I am. Yeah, trade. you were a farmer. Yep, yep. Then seen the light and got out and become oh, a paramedic. Um, obviously, two different op- occupations. Occupations? Oc- got that, yeah. got that <laughs> um, probably very stressful in um, similar ways. What, what? How would you class your stress as a paramedic compared to your... As a, as a blocky um, Well, as we were talking about it before, uh, it's totally different stress. Um, we've obviously been on the farm. You're always stressed. There's yeah. no, no two ways about it. You just can't escape it. Yeah. Even if you do go away on holidays, um, you seem Phone to always phones be there. thinking mm. about holidays. Obviously, in what I'm doing now, uh, it is super stressful at times. Yeah. But uh, you do get a lot of time, just like you said before, I'm, the most probably well-travelled person in Rumble. So, so your hours, what is it, seven days on, seven days off? How does uh, it work? Eight, so, six. I know this. On for eight days, off for six. Yeah, so mm. um, I'm currently Mildura paramedic anyway, so uh, I'm only here this month because Nordo is on holidays. Yep, yep. So when Cole or Quink go on holidays, mm-hmm. um, I'll come down and spend a month here. Beautiful. Uh, so it works out I'm probably here 20 weeks of the year. Yep. And in Mildura, 22. Yep. Uh, down here, like you are saying, it's uh, eight on, six off, mm. and you're Pretty much on the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. like twenty four seven. That mm. for that eight days. Yeah, but you've got time to play basketball. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's exciting. Uh, yes, um, it is exciting. And That's, it starts next week. It does start next week. Yes. That's, um, yes. Have you paid your fees yet? Yes. Oh, you have to. Yeah, yeah. I haven't. I haven't oh. done mine yet. I but you're, you're counselor Jay Bedham. You get. It's got you? nothing Paula to do with it. I still play you. everything. Yeah, I know. I really yeah. have to do it. You can't because it's insurance it. too. Yeah. yeah. If you don't pay, if you don't pay your registration, you're not insured. You can't. Mm. You literally can't walk onto the court because you're not insured. Uh, mm. <laughs> I don't do. He, he does his own bills. Oh, good. Yeah. No. I don't, well, I would assume so. Um, yeah. Have you got your uniforms yet? Uh, no, I think they're like two weeks away. Yeah. Yeah. But so you've got the first the uniforms like, that nearly tore the team apart. Yeah. <laughs> Did you go the Stars and Stripes? And yeah, what, yes, what we are you went cool? the Stars. Oh, you went the Stars. <laughs> <laughs> What's your thing called? Okamos. Okamos, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, this, this uniform thing because Charlie, Quint, who else is on your team? Uh, so there's uh, me, Quint, and Mark Zapier, yep. who are the originals. Yep. Which I was thinking about it today. The originals. Um, well, no, we've been we've had this team for seven years or eight years. Yep. Uh, and then there's obviously Luke, uh, Jade's husband. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, who else we got? Uh, Brady from the legislature. Oh yeah, Brady Fagu. Uh, yep. Yeah, and Seth and Phil Connell. They're they're going to be play. great yeah. additions. Yeah. Yes, because um, we need height. We definitely need height. Well, yeah, but both can play. Like Phil's getting getting on in years, yeah. but can still play. He's still agile. And played Seth him, is I think a he played superstar. Him in the winter. Did he? Yeah. Still this year. And yeah. he still riding motorbikes. And he too. was training at footy there for a bit too. Like, yeah, I know. He said he was still training with footy. Yeah. Like he is, they are handy. And Zeth, even Zeth, though he's got um, like two or three broken bones at the moment. Yeah. So hopefully he'll play the season out. Um, he won the MVP last he year. He is a gun. And um, uh, who else we got? And my nephew, Ethan. Oh, yeah. Carmel's so, Ethan. Yeah. So um, that's how old I am at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but Ethan's not that old. How old would he be? 15? Uh, no, uh, he's uh, nearly 18. He oh, really? Yeah. Okay. All right. He's 17. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's going to be on it. That'd be interesting. 
No, we should be good. Now, you had your AED um, night last night yes. at Loft 13, yep. and which was – tell us about that. It was the training. Uh, so everyone by now should have seen um, the green box on the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. And inside yes. that – Yes, my wife did say something. Yeah, with a little plug because yeah. yeah. it was uh, from – Merv. Yeah. Merv, yeah. yeah. So um, in Little Flowers, uh, mm. they got donations, and those donations – That's Merv Harbison we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. To the auxiliary, and then we put that money towards um, that AED. Mm. Yep. Uh, so that's public assess- accessible uh, 24 hours. So yep. uh, once you open it, it does alarm, but, sh- but it stopped alarming once you shut it. Uh, so last night, I think we had, oh, I'm going to say 15 people there. Yeah. That's good though. Yeah. The girls at Loft um, put on um, you know, a few coffees and some cakes, yep. which was good. Thanks, Josie. They've got, yeah, they've got ads in the podcast this week. Oh, yep, good. Sponsors. Thanks, Josie. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was a good night. I think it, it did end up going for an hour and a half. Yeah. So it was good. So what, what did it actually. Detail. What, what, what uh, so about? it wasn't uh, an actual CPR course. Yeah. It was more of a you know getting to know you kind of thing with the defib. So just want everyone to be familiar with it, yeah. and we're hoping to get a lot more street people. So street people, as in hobos. No, <laughs> as in like well, Bruskin was there, and you know, oh, traders, you mean? So people yeah. that that yeah. there, and they got you know they. Yeah, they're going to be the ones that are likely yeah. to use. A lot of um, a lot of business owners would have first aid certificates anyway, wouldn't they? Yes, mm. have to. You would hope. Yeah. You nearly have to. I would think. Yeah. Well, isn't Bobby Hammett training to be? Yeah, some she's sort of, uh, yeah. driving next week, and yeah. she'll be on road with me. That's yeah. really exciting. Yeah. So uh, it was a good night. Yeah, we um, went through. Well, CPR. You open it up. Yeah. Literally, it does tell you exactly what you need to do. So yeah. you know, even if you didn't come last night, um, and yeah. something does happen, don't be afraid to pull it out and just Google, Google it. it. Also, we're saying last night too is. Uh, our turnout times are awesome in Robinvale, mm, like yeah. we're you know, not two minutes and we'll be there, mm. but there is that chance that we may be halfway to Mildura yeah. on a job or something like that. So um, the message with Good Sam is, and Good Sam is uh, the app, the app. Yeah. Uh, is we need to get as many people first aid trained mm. and uh, know how to do compressions and all that kind of stuff. Well, I actually yeah. am first aid trained, or had to be. Same. Um, when my daughter got sick. Many, many years ago. Do you keep? Do you update it every year? No, update we your don't. Well, you we need don't. to. We should, but... Um, the training we had to go through was pretty intense, uh, but we had to be tracky trained and all that kind of stuff as well. Um, Carmel, yeah. Had Carmel's to be what trained? Tracky trained. Oh, to Emma, be able to do a tracheotomy. Yeah, God, Emma, we didn't even do that. Emma, um, <laughs> Emma come <laughs> well, home with a tracky. So you're out of a job. <laughs> well, you're you're out of a job. There's only, there actually, in this area between Romvale, Majura and Sarage, there was only one nurse that actually could change the trackies. That's why we had to learn how to do it. Oh, really? So it's pretty confronting when you're taking this tube out of how your you, kid's yeah. throat and you see oh. it. We only probably done it once when she'd come home. Yeah. Um, but we had, obviously, suctions and all that kind of stuff we had to learn. We, she had yeah. all these monitors on her at night, so if she stopped breathing, they'd go off and all this kind of crap. Yeah. But, um, oh. yeah, we were pretty intense. Carmel was great at it, and mm. my mum and my mother-in-law had to be trained as well just in case we fell ill and they had to look mm. after or something. But, mm. yeah, that's going back 15 years ago now, and we probably need to update it. Mm. Um, yeah. She so doesn't have any trouble like that now, though, does nah, she? No, she's fine, no. yeah. No, no, she's good. Farm, though, do you need to have uh, first aid? Yeah. Just normal yeah, first aid? Yeah, yeah, we've got all these – Precautions and mm. stuff we've got to go through, and mm. Um, mm. but it's good to see every sporting club's got one now. Mm. Um, yeah, golf clubs have got them, Euston clubs yeah. got them. People, they got to, they got to be there just in case. So. Just uh, on that, um, what we did notice is um, if you go to the Good Sam app, yep, yep. it's on it. Yep. It, sh- it shows you exactly where um, they all are. Yeah, oh, good. So yeah. the registered ones. Yep. Uh, so there was a few that I noticed weren't registered, like uh, the tennis club. So oh, I, the tennis club got one too. Yeah, so I oh, went down there today that. and uh, took a picture and. Yep. Just in the process. Yeah. But uh, only thing is, 
um, and it would be good if the clubs want to do it, uh, is to get these defib, defibs outside. Yeah. yeah, so they can be accessed so, all the time. Because you look at the one at the tennis club and it's locked up. Mm. It's locked up yep. in the club rooms. Mm. The footy club rooms are the yeah, same. same. Yeah, same. Um, at least everyone knows where it is. Yep. Yeah. Well, Good idea. Yeah, yeah that's um, not a bad idea. The, the golf club's another one yeah. where, you know, uh, they've got one behind the bar, but the problem is if they're not open they're on a Sunday mm. or something like that. So yeah, well, on, the, on the tennis chairs, um, when's that all start? Uh, well, I talked to Bill this morning. Uh, Bill, Bill Daffrey. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, out there doing some training and he's yeah. like, was like there 40, was heaps of kids yeah, down like there today. Kids, yeah, because yeah. I went for a, I went for a run for the first time in weeks <laughs> and went seen for a, a dead body. I yeah. thought it, I <laughs> thought it was a dead body. Okay, you two can laugh at me all you want, but you go down there. It looked like a dead body. Listeners, to me. I seen and, I seen the picture of this dead body. <laughs> so I go, hey, I, I seen the picture no, on her phone. I and sent honestly, it. I asked Katie Moore because I passed. I think I take bigger dumps in the morning than what was there. Oh, uh, it was that's true. Oh, I thought it was. It could okay, have been a doggy bag. Fine. Yeah, the dogs. <laughs> it looked no, like one of those bags. It was bigger than that. It was the size of a small body. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, Should I open a jade? Them, there might have been money in it. No. Well, Cash. maybe there was. There might have been. But I was. Money. I saw it. Maybe I listened to too many true crime <laughs> podcasts or watched too many TV shows. Uh, my first thought was, I'm not going near that. It could be a body, and I didn't like. I know what my brain's like and how it would. Pro- There's no way I was going near it, so I did. I sent it to uh, Katie. I passed Katie on the way. And what did Katie say? Well, I saw she her back at Loft. No, I saw her back at, at Loft, and I went, "Did you go down to the cut?" And she goes, "Yeah, the blanket." And I went, "Yeah." yeah. And she's like, mm, "We might send someone down there to check it out." And I sent it to Kath, senior sergeant, as well. She wasn't working. She's like, "Yeah, okay, we'll get someone to go and check it out," thinking it's nothing. But you know what? I. I <laughs> After talking to Quent, even though when you think it's nothing, to say something anyway, because uh, what happens if it is? You watch too many reality Um, TV shows, Medical is different, though. So back on the tennis. It could have been medical. Don't worry about a dead body. (laughs) It was junk Is it Friday Twilight, Friday night tennis? Uh, You know what? I don't actually know. I think it's still going on Friday night. Um, I've obviously been involved as much. Uh, Obviously, when I started working in Mordura, it's a little bit hard to uh, um, keep an eye on stuff. mm. Well, if you go to Friday night tennis now, it's a cracking yeah, night. It is a good I night. love it. If you I played tennis, uh, I'd be number one in the oh world. My God. Oh my yeah. God. I knew you were going to say that. If, if I played tennis, I'd oh, be Pat Rafter. No, no, Pat Rafter have nothing on me. <laughs> Probably now. I was talking to Bill today, and I'm not here to sprick tennis, but um, he is doing his uh, coaching all the way through the next, well, up until Christmas. Does so he do it for yeah. adults as well? Yes. So, this is what I want. Uh, his cardio tennis um, is awesome. Uh, is he the one that's doing cardio tennis? I thought it was yeah. Kieran. No, no, it's um, oh, Bill. Okay, uh, I've been a couple of times now, and uh, when there's two of us there, mm-hmm. it is absolutely murder. Yeah, you just because you make your run, it's annoying. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can uh, imagine. So when there's four or five, it's really good. So yeah. uh, if you get the chance, go down on a Monday. So he does in Rumble on a Monday. Yeah, on a Monday night. No, really good to see you, mate, and good to see that you're <laughs> yeah, going, going really nice. well in your new profession. And um, we need more people like you when things go wrong. You're there yeah. to, to come in, the first responders, eh? Which is really also, good. Just so. before I go, with first responders, we talked about Bobby, and she's mm-hmm. just started. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do want to, um, if you do want to do the ACO thing, like Ash and Bobby yeah. have yeah. been doing, um, come and see us because uh, we always need more people. There's yeah. well, there's a few of them now, but um, obviously the older guys yeah. will get sick of it soon. Cole will uh, never get sick of it. Well, Cole's not. He's a paramedic, so yeah, he's yeah. awesome. Cole. Um, he knows um, there ain't Cole. Uh, so. Uh, we will need more ACOs in the future, yep. and uh, you know some of them do move on. There will be because we've got a few uni students. Is that a is that a, a stepping stone into being a pra- paramedic? Or uh, can be. Can that's be. what I did. Yep. Is that what is you it? did? Yeah. Yep. Is it really? There yeah. you go. Wow. So anyone that's got that 
little bit of a ambition to do yeah. it. They could actually try this out first yeah. and have a crack so at it. So I'm trying to get Ash to do the, what's her name? Mm. Do the whole, uh, whole lot. To do the whole lot. Yeah. He'd be great. I've just re- registered on Good Sam right then. Oh, good. So, that's how easy it is. So that's how easy it is. I'm <laughs> sitting here doing Sam a while. Good man, not an app. It's both. Do they vent you by any chance? Do they what? Like, do they make sure you? Yeah, well, they ask for your um, registration. That's why I've got my first aid certificate. Oh, okay. So they want every. Yeah, they do vet you yeah. to a point. To vet you. Yeah, they make sure that you're legit. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think Char- Charlie's trying to have a dig at me, but I'm not. I'm not biting. <laughs> not taking, not no, taking I'm not bait. taking the bait at all. Anyway, Char- know, Charlie, Charlie any any time you want to come in and have a chat to us, it's always uh, grateful. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Yeah, much to do with that guy that's coming on the 16th. What's his name? Osha. Um, Osha. Osha. What's his name? Yeah. What's his name? So, look, yes. look, on him. Make sure you come. On him. Yeah. yeah. You need to register oh, first. Oh, do you? Yeah, you oh, do. Do you now. have to register? Yes. I there were, no, I thought you didn't have to too, but you do. Oh, Network right. House. Okay. Um, I think, but there is on the flyers, it now says, please register. I think they wanted an indication of how many people yeah, are going to come. get a lot of people. Um, yeah, I think they'll fill it. Yeah. yeah. It like, will be. Like I was saying before, he's awesome. Like yeah. the way he speaks about mental illness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. And his book, I've actually got a copy of his book to give away next week. Um, uh, I come the wrong week. Yeah. Well, not to someone that <laughs> oh, comes in. Someone <laughs> join the mailing list, Charlie. The, the, the best uh, magpie swooping story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, well, maybe. I don't know how that connects. It's actually, it's mental health month this month. So yes. um, it's an important thing. We're actually going to talk to the guy that's doing a, um, he's kayaking the Murray River. He's yeah. going to be in town next week as well um, to raise awareness for depression and mental health and all uh, that kind of stuff. What about getting uh, the naked farmer? Do you know who that is? I'm here. Please no. keep your clothes on. <laughs> well, I'll give him your number. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't have his number, but oh. uh, he's on. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, why have you got his number? <laughs> no, uh, he's on um, Instagram. Yeah. He's, he's massive. So check him out. I, was, yeah. I know the Naked Farmer. He, um, they, but no, I've never thought they about They do it, highlight uh, a lot of issues surrounding mental health. Yeah, cool. Uh, it is, some well, of it, the stories on there um, will bring a tear to your eye. Like, they're yeah. really, really good. Oh, I can so, imagine. So there was a rumour going around when you come a paramedic yeah. that the only reason you got off the farm is because... People were pushing you to go and farm wants a wife. So you uh, thought, I'd better get out of the industry. <laughs> they rang me. It's, did they, did they really? really? Are serious yes. or not? Did they really? Yeah. I, well, we all know Lisa from Coolerman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She is responsible for that. <gasps> I reckon that would have been awesome, Chad. Yeah. No, that is, I don't watch The Bachelor. I don't watch any of those shows. Oh, Sorry, Chad. I know yeah, you yeah. watch them, but I hate them. <laughs> I, did, I watch them to a point. The yeah, I reckon you would have been thing. unbelievable in that farmer no. wants a wife. You no. would have been unbelievable. Imagine these girls coming into an Italian family and yeah, got, to, got to learn how to make the bread, kill the pigs and all that kind of stuff. good. That would have been good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Your mum telling off the way she's making that sauce. <laughs> yeah, would have been really That's exactly why I didn't do it. Meet That'd be Peter. That's exactly right. Charlie, get out of here. Thanks, mate. Well done. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Right. See you, mate. Hey, guys. Silco here. I spend a fair bit of time on the road, and whenever I head to Robinvale or Rockinvale, I always stop for a coffee and something to eat at Loft 13 in Perrin Street. Let's be honest, the girls can cook. They have a load of homemade cakes, sausage rolls, and those little frittata quiche things. And you know what? Real men eat quiche. I'm also a bit of a dirty bird fan, and there's always something awesome on the specials board. But I'd like to see that Mexican bowl back again, ladies, if you don't mind. They do a great job with catering. There's a selection of snacks for that late afternoon hit we all need sometimes. And you can buy prepaid coffee cards, because sometimes trying to find a few bucks for a coffee to avoid using your card is hard work. So buying in bulk is the ticket. They're open right across the school holidays too, so it's a good excuse to stop at Robinvale on your way through. So say good day to the girls next time you're at Loft 13 Robinvale and check them out on Facebook and Instagram for the latest. Start again. Nikki, oh, you're a Collingwood supporter. 
there's the door. See ya. Yeah, but <laughs> in fact, both Tyler's of you. Richmond. See ya. Yeah, Tyler's Richmond. Yeah. Richmond's my second team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I was very happy. Cool. Speak into the microphone. Mm. Why? Because we're recording. Oh. <laughs> Hi. Hi. So we've got everyone. Nikki and Anna here from RDHS <laughs> to talk about, now don't clam up now. <laughs> Oh, wow. No, wow. Actually, yes, okay. We, we are from RDHS. Speaking of the microphone, Nikki. However, we're actually um, early years educators. educators. Yes. Uh, so there are various programs that are run from our part of the service. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're doing our, um, school holidays stuff at the moment, yeah? Yes. Which is great. Like if you've normally got kids at preschool or at school and school holidays hit, really inconvenient. So what's going on with um, school? Yeah, so we, yeah, we're going to talk about our um, out-of-school hours program. Yep. and The OOSH. The OOSH. And we, so we run a holiday program during each school holidays, yep. end of each term, mm-hmm. and we also do um, after-school care during yep. the term. How do you get your kids enrolled? Do you just turn up on the day for the, for the school holiday program? Do yeah. you just turn up or? No. Well, this no? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this, these are things that, like, that I need to know because, you know. No, well, well, as with a lot of programs, we have to go through an enrolment process, and because it's a childcare situ- uh, situation, yeah, families can apply for the childcare subsidy. Oh, really? Yeah. So you, you f- oh. the fee can be subsidised oh. by up to about eighty five percent. Yeah. So, so the vacation program is running. It runs from eight in the morning till six at night. Does it? So if you're yeah. working or if you just want to go to Mildura for appointments. Or you just need a break. Just need a break. Yeah. yeah. And it's okay yeah. to say that you just need Absolutely. a break. Absolutely. Yeah. Any, any family at all that has a primary age child can use our service. Mm. Wow. So, oh, the, yeah. so the, that was yeah. going to be my next question. So they have to be primary school age? Yeah. Primary school age. Uh, during the January holidays, any child who's enrolled to start school that year okay. uh, in prep can attend the January program. Great. Yep. During the school holidays, any child that's from uh, like – Another town, they also can attend. Great. So the kids so, that are down at the caravan park yep, can register and enrol yep. and go along to the January yep. program because that caravan park's full yeah. during mm-hmm. January. Absolutely. Well, sometimes a lot of those children are already registered. Yeah, okay. So once you registered with Centrelink to, to, uh, with the childcare subsidy, that you that remains ongoing. Oh, yeah. so for yeah. example, my kids, and they're not primary school age yet, but my kids uh, go to MVAC, to daycare. Yep. Um, so they're already enrolled through the Centrelink childcare subsidy. So is that effectively, can you guys, can, is it as easy as just going in and enrolling there and then that's all taken care of from your end or well, how does once, it work? I think once they're registered, that, but that's something that you could check with Centrelink. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, great, another call yeah, to them. Yeah. Mm, love that. Um, and in saying that, with Centrelink, I have spoken to Sue Smythe today, and she's more than happy for families to go down to the resource centre yep. and talk to her about the MyGov, creating a MyGov account, applying for childcare subsidy. Yeah, she'll look after you there like too. That. She's yeah. good she's with that. She is yeah. Good. Yeah. And there's and also she's the bus coming, the Centrelink yes. bus is coming. Yeah, yeah it is. It's I- coming next week. Tuesday, and we'll be based near the fire. Yeah, the truck oh, stop yeah. here. Yep. Yeah, I saw that so, um, on the Rev- the Sentinel uh, Facebook page yes. today. Mm. So, so that's go. between 10am and 4pm. So if anyone's got some questions about Centrelink and these filling out these forms, go in there and, yeah, get on to it. Yeah. It's really worth it. And yep. Yep. They're more than welcome to come into the yeah. service and yep. talk to us, which mm-hmm. is... 
uh, we run from the hall at Watkins Street, mm-hmm. which is opposite St Mary's School. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And um, we can help with the enrolment form and, and just guide them in the right direction. Yeah. So I think if a family's interested, that um, certainly take advantage of it. And oh, just to absolutely. find, you can find out how what the fee's going to be mm. without a commitment to attending. So you can fill out an enrolment form, register and all that. Yeah. It's just in preparation for when you want to. Yeah. Jeez, that's and, great. and that's the same for out of school. Surprised. Yes. Yeah, it's not yeah. expensive. Once you get the, the childcare yeah. subsidy, like it's more expensive now for daycare because we had it oh, so good with MVAC. We really we were spoiled yeah, for so long. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's not it's not out of the realm of possible. Like if you're working full time, then the subsidy is usually, usually pretty good. And once you're set up, yeah. as long as you keep telling Centrelink Absolutely. if your circumstances change or whatever, yeah. happy days. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Yeah. And I just think it would be great for families to take uh, to use our program, we have some, you know, we have some great learning experiences mm. and opportunities for children to take part in. So, give us an know, example. What are they learning. doing? What are they doing Friday, for example? Friday, they are pizza. Pizza, pizza, day. <gasps> pizza Stop day. it! Oh, that's my kind of yeah. day. So the children will it, it, they'll take part in the in the whole process. Yeah. So, They'll decide what sort of pizzas they want, what toppings they want to have. You know, they'll discuss that. And then they'll go with the educators to the supermarket and um, purchase what they need. Awesome. And then shopping trip too. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Put it all together. Yeah. And, and I'd like to see someone lunch. else take my child yeah. shopping. <laughs> they always behave better. I know. For other people. Yeah, so I'm told. Yes. Fantastic. Not that my kids are bad, but... Mm-hmm. In the supermarket <laughs> at six o'clock at night, it could be a different story. But with yeah. the but with the vacation, especially, we really try and focus on community events and things like that. Yep. But we also do like to go on excursions, mm. whether it's local or like we did on Monday. I took two children to Bar Arnold. Did you? I had the best time. Went yeah. to the wool shed, yep. went to the homestead, yep. went up the main street, yep. got ice cream, went to the discovery place. And, oh, oh, how? The kids loved it. Yes. It sounds like you've got a pretty cool job it. too this time of year. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another excursion, we've done these holidays is out to Lake Benini. Oh, yeah. And we've gone fishing and just explored along Lakeside and, yep. yeah, the kids love it. Yeah, they yeah. do. And I think it's a great opportunity for children to mm. see their local environment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is important Some, to get yeah, to know what's around and them. And learn outside the classroom too. Yeah. Mm. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. That's and the that's, best yes. way. that's what we're all about. And we're all, yep. we're we're all early educators. Yep. yep. So we're all qualified. Mm-hmm. Um, so our main aim is to – we're learning from the children mm. to extend on their learning. Yeah. yeah. So what they're interested in is what we want to, you know – take a little bit yeah. further mm-hmm. or um, keep them interested. Yeah. And like Anna was just saying before that one child came and said, this is the best school ever. <laughs> <laughs> When's the school bell going? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And it's like, How cute. You know, yeah. and to hear that, yeah, that, that's amazing. Yeah. And the program is set to a certain degree, but it's very flexible. Yep. yep. You, you go on by what the children want to do yep um and another example is that we had children that didn't want to make what was on that day sun catches or something i'm <laughs> yeah, not sure yeah. yeah but anna said what what are you interested in mm. and she said cooking so oh 
Right. And I was on with Anna and she rang me. She said, can you bring bring some eggs? Yeah. So we made pancakes and we had a pancake pile. Oh, brilliant. So they learned how to to measure, to pour, to make their own pancakes. Yeah. The sister did a menu. She wrote it all up. Great. She blue and red pancakes. (laughs) Really? So, you know. It's delicious. And then they go home and they make them. Make it yeah, themselves. brilliant. That's what I was so. going to say, Nikki. Maybe you should give them too much because then they go home. They're going <laughs> to yeah, exactly. Pester their parents for yeah. blue, blue or pink. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's okay. Look, if they're having fun, how many kids are you getting each day to the school holiday program? Not very many. Not though. many. That's, that's what I was going to say. This is the first I've heard that's of it. That's why we're here. Is there any mm. other advertising no, this, this you've done? Been, so, well, is there a website or something like? Yeah. Yeah. Um. There is a website. Yes, yeah. rdhs.org.au. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And there's also, we send out the programs at least two weeks yep. before. Just um, with the schools, with yeah. The schools. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. We can, um, we've actually got, now, if you want to contact us, yep. can we give you yeah. a phone number? Please, sure, go yeah. for okay. it. So 0408 565. Five seven two. Mm-hmm. So that will give. Whose you, number is that? That is the actual program. That's the Ush number. Oh, that's the Ush number. Yep, there yep. it is. Someone's there it goes. Someone's ringing. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also email it. Yep. Us so we can yep. actually forward on enrolment forms. Yep. To yep. You. So would you like that as well? Yeah. yeah go for sure it, please. So that's Ush. So double O S H all lowercase at rdhs.com.au. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, maybe it is the the childcare subsidy because that's only still relatively pretty new, mm-hmm. um, the whole change in yeah. the childcare subsidy mm-hmm. scheme. So maybe that is a barrier, but it needn't be. Go no, and visit the – It's, it's yeah. easy to yeah. – Families and are welcome to come in and see us yeah. and have a chat, have a look. That's probably the best way if yeah. you're not yeah. – not yeah, community minded. Uh, sorry, computer minded or whatever. Yeah. Maybe come mm. in and have a chat. Yeah. And look, well, go and visit the truck. No, go and visit no Centrelink themselves. And in, 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 in this town, we want to word of mouth's the best. As soon yeah. as one kid gets involved and Absolutely. he talks to somebody yeah. else, and then they, they want to take all their cousins, exactly. and then the program's full. Yeah, we'll get a full. There you go. Yeah, that's our aim. We'll get a full. Yeah, exactly. So when do the the summer program? Is that just January? Doesn't run before Christmas. No. Yeah. Okay. January. So now that the term goes. Nelly up to yeah, the up year. to the twenty third really? or something yeah. this year, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. So we don't do between the end of school and yep. New Year. Yeah, yep. but and I think no one does. It's not definite, <laughs> but this year uh, or next year rather, it'll start about the sixth of January. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Just well, because that first until week's the twenty eighth. Wow, that's, like, that's, that's the whole month. month. Yeah, yeah. That's Good luck with day. that, ladies. Cheapers. Yeah. You'll come in and talk to us again. Before Can I bring then. my kids what, even on Saturday, Sunday too? <laughs> I won't you be there. <laughs> so yes, but they won't be there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I want to mention about the summer because it's summer. We spend a lot of time at the pool. Ah, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. And you know what? They, the they're lake. desperate for lifeguards. Yep. The I know the leisure centre is desperate for lifeguards. Really? Yes. So if anyone's thinking about doing their or wants to earn a little yeah. bit of cash, yeah. ladies, will you come back and talk to us before the yes. summer holidays again, yes. Yes. just yes. to Absolutely. remind everyone? Pump it out. Um, yeah. And we'll put all the information up on our website because it's a really cool program. The out-of-hours school thing mm. can oh, be a sure. real a real oh, help. That yeah, was well, the other thing. Just with our after-school care. Mm. Yeah, with, yeah. Um, that's from three till six, yeah. but we yeah. actually can pick 
We pick kids up. Pick yeah. the children up. Oh. So if they're in Euston, for example, yeah, we will go over the, to Euston and pick. Oh, them that's up. so handy. Yeah. But we actually have to physically sign them in and yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They yeah. Come with us. Yeah. Come yeah. up to the program. We feed them. We water them. That's yeah. so handy. <laughs> and we can also yeah. like during. <laughs> they're just like plants. Just feed them. We can water help them, them with their homework or. Oh, that's yeah. so good. Do they have homework in primary school? Yeah. Do they? Or some do. Yeah. I never did. Uh, Hence why I'm sitting here. Yeah, (laughs) I mean we can. Yeah, it's any um, situation like that. That's so handy because there's a lot of parents that are working full time: Mildura, Menangatang, Swan Hill. Yeah, you know that just can't get back, so they have to take the kids out. Like at the moment, I take Peyton out of preschool on a Tuesday to go to Swan Hill. Yeah. Um, So for things like that, when it comes to primary school, enrol them in the out of school and you've got kids going home Mm. and they have got no one at home. home. Yeah. Or. They go to a grandparent's yeah. place. Yeah. And the grandparents. Got no well, that's Wi-Fi. Our, you know. <laughs> they got what? They got a magpie. No, they've oh, got no Wi-Fi at their oh. grandparents' house. That's my kid's <laughs> excuse. I hate no, going no. to their grandparents because there's the grand- no, no Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Really? <laughs> and give the grandparents a break. Yes, and has come up with a saying. Yeah. yeah. Give the grandparents a break. Now yes, they yes. belong to. Um, but it delays the onset of dementia. Yes, it does. They can come along. Yeah. Well, the grandparents to help out. Yeah, sure. Why not? All in, uh, all in. Dear, awesome. Uh, great program, girls, doing a great job. Yeah. So I hope everyone gets behind it because that's what we're town needs. If this is not supported, then it stops and it's mm. another super score. And that's so. what we don't want. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, we're here to support um, yep. every child from every background. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So yep. we're it's such great. a multicultural background. And if you do have um, issues with um, filling out paperwork and like non-English and yep. all that sort of mm. stuff, we can help you with all that too. That's good. Yeah. Not a problem. Awesome. Because yeah. you've got yeah. an interpreter service at RDHS, haven't you? Like yeah. a phone yeah. one? Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. So, yeah, don't be, yeah. Don't be afraid to come down and have a look and yeah. and give us a call or an email. Yeah, everyone's more than welcome to yeah. come along and have yeah. a... And pass it on. If you know someone that, that might need the service but yeah. exactly. English isn't their first language so they wouldn't be listening to this, yeah. then please help them out. Yeah, That'd be absolutely. great. Go to rdhs.com.au, not dog.org. I've logged onto it here. <laughs> and you can find it. Uh, you can find everything you need to, to know and read the newsletter as well. So it's all very, very handy. Ladies, thank you very much for coming in. We'll talk Thanks to you too. probably thank in December. You, See you soon. Cool. Well, I won't lie, Donnie. It's uh, hang on. Do I sound right? No, you sound good. Oh, same. Do I? The I sound same. good. Wow, it's, it's that's the, the first time you've ever paid same. me a compliment. Same, same. Wow, wow. No, it's actually I was actually going to pay. Back. Take that back. No, <laughs> don't take it back. <laughs> it's been nice to have you back. Yeah, it's been good. So, to be um, back. yeah, no, yeah. enjoy it. You're going to come back next week as well. Two yeah, weeks in a row should be pretty fine next week. Um, oh. What's the weather doing next week? No, nah, it cools down again next week. So yeah, we all be around. No worries. Yeah, we'll cool down next week. Yeah, no, it was good uh, having a chat with Charles today. Chad. He's a funny bloke, isn't he? And then had the girls from the hospital uh, that uh, did a vacation program. They were good. I reckon we should support that. Yeah, that's a good thing. Well, I asked Carmel last week, and you haven't acknowledged that your wife took hmm. your place last week. I actually did listen to it. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah. And? Well, I was doing a gym session. I put it on and listened to it. And mm-hmm. She did come up okay. She did very well. Yeah, no, she did. No, look, she's a she's a great girl. <laughs> she's a great girl. Yeah, she done well. Yeah. She did very well. She and you well. know what? At the last minute when you've got, like, work things on. She was crapping her, da- crapping her dax to come in the door. She was really nervous. Yeah, but, but she didn't have to be. Yeah. Like, she did but a great job. It's like anyone that comes in here. 
Mm. A bit nervous until they start. Yeah. And once they see it's pretty laid back and we're uh, having a good time, mm. they soon ease into it. So. I think Boydy was a bit the same last week. Yeah, he too. was good too, Boydy. It took yeah. me three goes to get him yeah, in. No, but, he was um, good. He was. Um, he yeah. relaxed into it after a couple of minutes. He sounded really well, and he's very um, knowledgeable. Mm. He knows what he's talking about, which mm. is good. And um, yeah, that's the people that we want in our industry. Mm. These sort of guys. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. even having a chat with Steph Ryan today, she cleared a few things up, which was good. Did, she, did you enjoy that conversation? Yeah, I did, because it actually, yeah, um, to speak to someone that knows mm. what's going on is good and it just puts things into perspective mm. a little bit. So. And she knows as much as anyone in the state will yeah. be able – she's the Shadow Minister yeah. for Water. So, you and know. it sounds like she's pushing for us, which is yep. good. So um, mm-hmm. hopefully we can get something done about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. I don't think it's going to be a quick, a quick turnaround, though, nah. um, knowing how, you know, government works and, mm. and all but the rest of it. We'll get through this season by paying for it, but next year is going to be a different season if we uh, have no rainfall. Mm. So that's where they're going to have to release this environmental water for us to irrigate. Yeah, and I think everyone thought that we were going to get more rain this oh, year. It's been dry as last hasn't two, it? Last two months have been. I think we only had like twelve mil for the month of September or something. Yeah, like that. And so it's dry. And even I looked on the long range forecast. There's nothing up until about June next year. Um, so hopefully we can get it in June, July next year when we finish picking and well, we'll need it. fills the dams up. So. Yeah. But um, your tip mm. for NRL this week for all those – I'm going – my tip is go camping. Go camping. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to go for Cooper Cromp because he's the next storm boy. Oh, you know what? There's a bit of a – do you know the story there? No. Nah. So Cam Smith – and obviously I don't know um, too much about it, but I was um, – I worked at Nova 100 when yeah. the storm started. So I got to work pretty closely with your Cam Smiths yep. and your, um, Billy, your Billy Slate, Slate when yeah. he was a snot-nosed little turd. Yeah. Um, and they were all really good mates, those three. Yeah. And then Cooper left the storm for for love, let's yep. say for love. So he went to the Roosters at, for love. Yeah. Um, and apparently, word is, and I hate, I hate conversations that start with the word apparently, but they've not spoken. Since? But, no. Um Cam Smith and Billy Slater have not spoken to Cooper Cronk since. So there's yeah. a bit of a – so I don't – and I am – And they bit the storm in the grand final last year. Mm. Mm. And they beat them last week. So yeah. it's it's one of those things – So Cooper Cronk be going for three in a row. Two in a, two in a row. No, didn't he win the last year at the storm as well? And then he won Oh, yes, yes. So Sorry, he, yeah. Okay, yeah. Cooper Cronk will be going for – not the Roosters, but yeah, yeah. He'll be going for his third in three years. That's not a bad effort. Yep. Yeah, and then he's out. See ya. Bye, Felicia. Pretty good, uh, pretty good CV, but isn't it? So, uh, oh, they've all got pretty good CVs, but I will side with Cam Smith, no matter what. Oh, really? Yes. He yeah. bitch slapped a girl, a bloke the other day, and got <laughs> sin bin for. He shouldn't have got sin bin for it. it. Was that pathetic. was yeah. it was pathetic. Yeah, it Pathet- was. But even the um, Salamona's sin bin yeah. in the first thirty seconds last week was ridiculous. Yeah, Absolutely. No, anyway, so. don't even get me but started. But anyway, before next week podcast, obviously basketball starts, mm. so we'll have a bit of a wrap on basketball. Yeah. Um, you're coaching. You're making your coaching oh, debut. Yeah, starting to get nervous about that. Actually. Monday? Monday Are night, you seriously? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Under 12s or oh. under 14? No, 12s, 12s. Under 12s. 12s. Yeah, yeah, no. It's all got real today when Carmel started a messenger app before the, oh, with the, <laughs> all team. the parents and that in it. was like, oh, oh dude, this is real. This is real. But, um, yeah, no, it should be good um, as long as the kids are having fun and – yeah, they'll get sick of me ranting and raving, but anyway, they'll, they'll be right. Um, you can't rant and rave at them too much. Like, they're under 12 basketball team. You see me coaching. <laughs> yeah, I know, but just take it easy. <laughs> no. You're not go- we don't want to have to be calling you Coach Carter before. No, um, no, they'll be right. They'll be right. But no, look, looking forward to it. Bit of fun. Put back into basketball. 
mm. even though I know nothing about it. But anyway. No, you'll be right. You know um, a thing or two about coaching, Donnie, so you'll be yeah, fine. What about the magpie? What are you going to do about the situation? What are you going to do about the situation? <laughs> I'll bring it in next no, week. No, don't. 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 You'll end up getting yourself in trouble and me. Just, no, don't. Just bring and it. And I don't want to know about it. Just Do let you- us know your stories. Uh, text them in to me or Jade or get in touch through Facebook or whatever. We want to know your best sweeping magpie story. And we, we might, might even have get a prize. Might have a prize for well, it. Well, I too. have got. I've got a giveaway next week. Yeah. Um, I've got one of Osh's books to yeah. give oh, away, cool. which There's is a, a brilliant what a, what a book. Prize. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, we could could do it with a magpie story, yeah. but it'd be interesting if you've got a good story that you want to tell. Yeah, us, we can so have, I'll get yeah, you in. Get I'll you give in, you a call. Get you in. We'll um, read it. And look, if anyone's got anything to contribute to our podcast, give us a call. Mm. Look, we we want to cover all bases in town. We want to get all cultures, all sporting events, everything. So if you've got something. Get in contact with us, come in and And if you want to advertise, if you want to sponsor and advertise, you know, we'd love this to actually pay for itself. Exactly right. (laughs) Because it certainly doesn't. That's why Donnie has to go and, like, do work stuff. Exactly right. Um, Donnie, thank you very much. My pleasure, Jade, and I'll catch you next week. Yes, you will. See you later. Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast. Remember to support our sponsors and shop local.